0: Welcome to Herschel, a gaming podcast. My name is SJ.
1: And I'm Alex. We share the last name Herschel, and we are close friends and cousins that like discussing games.
0: Today, we're going to discuss why the N64 is a sick, dope, Bob-Om console.
1: Let's get right into it. Herschel. Herschel.
0: Herschel. Herschel. Alex, how are you doing, sir?
1: It's been a good day. I feel very fulfilled, very productive, and very excited to talk about our topic today. But, how have you been?
0: I've been well. Yeah. I just love the sight of my bird eating seeds. Very cute.
1: Moroni, how tasty are those seeds? Do you have any comments for us? No?
0: Sounds like she's too busy.
1: Maybe later. Maybe later. Okay. All right.
0: Today... We're going to discuss the legendary one and only N64.
1: 64.
0: When did you first play that game? That console? What was your first experience with it?
1: So I got to be honest. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I, well, I... I was born... Um, a little bit after the N64 came out. And because of that, my first gaming memory is watching my dad play a game on the GameCube. Um, However, I do have um, a good amount of memories of games played on the N64. And I think the first thing that I remember, it's probably remembering either my dad or someone playing Ocarina of Time. I think that's the earliest memory that I can pinpoint from the N64 era. But. I
0: think that's a sign that N64 is better than Majora's Mask. Your subconscious is trying to tell you the, the truth.
1: N- the N64 is better than Majora's Mask.
0: Did I just say that? Yeah. Oh, um, well, that would be a true statement. I meant Ocarina of Time.
1: So so I do got to say, though, like, just because something came first doesn't mean it's better.
0: I never said that's why.
1: Well, oh, you said it was a sign. What what sign are you talking about? Listen,
0: <laughs> you said your first gaming memory mm. was on the GameCube, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But you remember your father playing Ocarina of Time on the N sixty four. If it wasn't such an impactful, wonderful experience for your young mind I don't think you would have retained it like that
1: that game was impactful and i have conceded that point many times but that doesn't mean it's the best and it's the first n64 memory i have not the first gaming memory i have the first gaming memory i have is of watching the wind waker and so i think i think that's the sign that okay. we're really looking for all right however i will say Okay. The N64 was, in fact, up a bomb console. Agreed. It was, sick. it was sick.
0: The N64 released in 1996. That is three years after I was born. I would have been three years old at the time. Still living in the United States. Um, my first memory of the N64 was playing Diddy Kong Racing with your father.
1: I've heard that story many times. Yeah, I don't know tons of details of that story. Tell me a little bit. About
0: There's that. actual photographic uh, evidence of that too.
1: Should we picture. upload that to the Twitter?
0: That would be cool. With your dad's consent.
1: I'll talk to him. We'll okay. find out. Um.
0: Yeah, I just it's they're very faint memories, right? Because. Mm-hmm. I would have been playing with him when I was like four years old right because I moved to Japan when I was five so um very faint memories um but I don't know where but it probably would have been let's see wherever our grandparents live lived or live right now. I don't know if it's the same house. I think, it, I think it's the Probably. same house. Yeah, um, and we were playing Diddy Kong Racing, and I love that game so much. Yeah, we I, we did that quite often.
1: I do love Diddy Kong Racing.
0: That's a really good game. You it's know very why underrated. why why hasn't anybody done that yet? Where you have cars, boats, airplanes racing at the same time, and it's still fair. Well, it's because Diddy Kong Racing.
1: Really perfected it they can't surpass that
0: how are they supposed to be better than that yeah you're right nobody would dare yeah that would be cool though can we get a mario kart where we have different types of vehicles not just you know for like cosmetics or whatever that actually where you've got like an airplane and then a boat like mix them all in and there's pros and cons and stuff i have i I guess that'd be hard to balance i have an alternative
1: how about we just get diddy kong racing 2 okay i have
0: heard that it's a licensing licensing nightmare
1: that is true with rare being owned by microsoft it's gonna be yeah i mean it was hard enough to get banjo kazooie and smash let alone all those other characters especially i mean like Conker's like very big i I
0: know (laughs) anyway so yeah diddy kong racing that's my first memory of the n64 um after we moved to japan um I would play Ocarina of Time with my dad. That's my oldest gaming memory in Japan. And I think Ocarina of Time with my dad was really what got me, like, into gaming. It was a wonderful time. I'd go over to his apartment. We'd hang out, watch shows, get snacks, make food, and play Ocarina of Time. And thinking about it too much, would make me too emotional
1: it's a beautiful game yeah it's a lot i mean i see yeah something special Mm -hmm. something special for sure
0: and that's probably part of where my bias comes from you know how how much i um just rave about ocarina of time is that that's part of my early childhood bonding experience with my dad you know and it's it's always going to be correlated to that mm-hmm. but yeah
1: and from the n64 that that alone puts the n64 in special company because it provided experiences like that and an exactly. experience like that for you you yeah. can't trade that can't and so with today we just wanted to talk about some other n64 games that are absolute bangers and for those of you that haven't ever played the n64 give you something to check out a lot of these games have been remade to for for more modern consoles and so you can check them out now on different things and experience some of the purest most consistently quality games that nintendo has ever put out as a company. So good. This this has got to be, so like, probably the most hit-after-hit console. Because GameCube had a lot of misses. Wii had a lot of issues with motion control. The yeah. Wii U was the Wii U. And the Switch? The Switch is good. But I think, just, just looking at this list of games that we have right now, the N64 put out so much content.
0: I think the only console that could rival the n64 in terms of like consistent really good games coming out would be like the ds 3ds lineup maybe the switch
1: we'll have to wait on the switch to see like i i feel like the switch is keeping a pace where they could make that claim yeah yeah but i think so the n64 was out for i think six years before the gamecube came out and the switch is starting to get there um, but but it's about amount of time that you stayed relevant as a console. Right, right, so, right, right, right. So we'll have to revisit once the Switch is um, moved on from, which will probably take a bit uh, due to the Switch's success. But
0: Well, we can't talk about N64 without talking about Super Mario 64.
1: No, we can't.
0: The legendary transition from 2D to 3D. Um, I got to be honest, I... Don't think I, I remember playing Super Mario 64, but I never beat it. I never really got into it. I wasn't really good enough to get into it. There's some I
1: tough stuff on playing. there.
0: There are some tough stuff. The first time I beat Super Mario 64 was actually when it came out on the, um,
1: what is it called? The 3d all stars, the 3d all stars
0: collection on the switch. That was the first time I beat it. Yeah. I felt feel good. It has aged surprisingly well. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: I I played the highest quantity of Mario 64 actually on the DS port. And I know a lot of people don't like the DS port because the D-pad um, can make it a little bit harder to move considering, you know, it's a 3D game. When the N64 came out, it had eight directions that you could yeah. go at a time and you were easily transitioning. But I didn't have a problem. And I actually really liked it because it also allowed you to play as... Luigi, Yoshi, and Wario. um
0: and I, really I like forgot that. about that. I really liked it. Yeah. I thought it was. What difference did it make, like the characters?
1: um I mean, the the normal stuff. So, so Luigi can jump a little bit higher, but did he has his. Yoshi has his have the flutter jump sleep. and stuff. Yoshi has his flutter, and Wario. I'm I'm not sure what Wario does differently. There's got to be something.
0: He eats onions.
1: Maybe that might be it. Okay. But it's really good, and they also have uh, casino mini games where you can go in, and Luigi's like a little casino man in his spiffy little bow tie. It's a good time.
0: There was a Luigi casino mini game in another Mario DS game too.
1: Was there? On like the the new Super Mario Bros. series? Is that what it was? I
0: think it was that one. I mm. love those mini games. Did you ever play those with your friends? Mm-hmm.
1: They're fun. Oh, so fun. They're a good time. Not only did Mario 64 revolutionize things, and we've already touched on this game a little bit, but of course, you cannot ignore what Ocarina of Time was for not only the Zelda series, but gaming as a whole.
0: Yeah. Without Ocarina of Time, we would not be where we are now. And... Have you ever played Goldeneye? 007. I have, I have not. I played that with my friends a lot in Japan. Yeah. That's a good time. It was fun. I believe you. Um It's not the most well aged game by any means if I'm being honest, but that was a really really fun game. Um that was the first shooter I ever played actually, now that I think about it. Um Yeah, then we've wow. got Mario Kart 64. Great. Now, Star Fox 64, I loved Star Fox. That is still, to this day, I I think, the best Star Fox ever made.
1: Oh, I'd agree, without a doubt. I also think that it is the first game that I completed.
0: Really? Actually, that makes
1: sense. Because it's not a super long game. When I was like six, and I remember playing it all the way through and finishing it. I think I think that was the first game that I really finished on my own without any help from anybody.
0: It's such an arcade game in the sense that you don't get to save your game. Yeah. Like that really bothered me. You know, they couldn't save your progress. You have to do everything in one sitting. Um
1: It's also short though. Like you can get through it in a little bit over an hour. Like it's not and, a long game. I guess I
0: just had to get good. I just sucked. <laughs> it <laughs> takes time. I could never beat it in one sitting as a kid.
1: Mm. It's um, a good time. I liked that game a lot.
0: I liked the different branching paths too. I did too. Uh-huh. So cool. It yeah. totally changes how the rest of the game plays out. Exactly.
1: exactly. It was fun. Because of Mario 64, other platformers came to the system as well. Like Banjo-Kazooie. I haven't ever played the original Banjo-Kazooie, but I'm pretty sure you have. Is that right?
0: I have played the original Banjo-Kazooie. How was it? I wasn't a big fan. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I didn't like how the character movement felt. I felt like the enemies were annoying. Mm. I didn't really like the... It just totally personal preference stuff, right? Like, see, not I objective see. at all. I, I get that it's a really, really good game. Um, uh, My sister, Aisha, actually, that's one of her favorite games ever. Really? In mm. fact, that's... That was like the first game. I th- I'm pretty sure she straight up beat that game like as a kid. And I was so impressed because I could not beat that game. Mm. Um, but yeah.
1: That's way really cool.
0: Banjo and Kazooie.
1: We had Smash Bros.
0: Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. came out oh. in 1999. The very first one.
1: That was a game.
0: Wonderful concoction of many things.
1: I... Probably the N64 game that I've played the most of. Um, when Smash 4 came out, um, and I didn't have it yet, uh, for whatever reason, instead of continuing to play Brawl, I was like, I want to play Smash on the N64 and go back to the basics. Really? And I played it for a couple weeks. Do a you guys still have the N64?
0: Fun. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. That's good.
1: It's a great time. Actually, I'm. I mean, I wouldn't know when two years ago we still had it that might have changed by now but
0: i hope your family hasn't gotten rid of it if you're listening please make sure you still have it because those things are extremely valuable now
1: no joke don't sell our emotions
0: and our memories never never majora's mask
1: i'm really happy it exists i don't love the n64 version i think the n64 version is too um unforgiving uh, the time system is a little bit too much for me personally on the original version
0: it is a bit stressful
1: but without it we wouldn't have majora's mask 3d which is one of the best zelda games of all time and i will die on that mountain <laughs>
0: When you say one of the best, mm-hmm. I can't disagree with that, because you could pretty much name most 3D Zelda games and say it's one of the best, and you wouldn't be wrong.
1: It's true. It's
0: true. Um, for context, too, right? Like, whenever I say I think Ocarina of Time is better than Majora's Mask, in my mind, I always have the N64 version, because... Mm-hmm. That's the only version I've ever played.
1: And in that context, I would agree with you. Um Really? Mm-hmm. Because that that's how much I just Did you hear that? The time says. You heard it here first. Alex <laughs> admitted that the N sixty four edition of Ocarina of Time is better than the N sixty four version wow. of Majora's Mask.
0: I did not expect to hear that. Today. However,
1: for more context, when we ranked the Zelda games based off of combat, and when I tend to rank the games overall, I don't rank them off their original version, I rank them off, or off of their best version. So I compare Majora's Mask 3D, I use Wind Waker HD on the Wii U, um, how Breath of the Wild performs on the Switch, um, I, I use the most polished version in my opinion to compare, and in that case that's why I rank Majora's Mask above Ocarina of Time. And I know I'm going to get comments on it. So send them in. Because one of these days, (laughs) me and SJ are going to do a big long episode on Ocarina of Time versus Majora's Mask. And I would love comments to use within that episode. So shout us out. Go ahead. Give us some stuff to work with. I'm here for it.
0: Please do. Um, One thing they really messed up in the remake. I watched a YouTube video on what they messed up in the Majora's Mask remake. Mm. And sorry, this won't take long. Um, when you're the little Deku Scrub Link, mm. whenever you jump on water, it's not... It doesn't work properly. Really? Yeah. Like, there are parts of the game that just straight up, like, don't work or, like, ridiculously difficult. Like, when you're jumping on the little lily pads, uh-huh. it's really hard to actually make it from one side to the next. Um, really? Yeah, on certain areas. So... Um, in the N64 version, when you push A, you know how he does a little spinny thing. Mm-hmm. You gain momentum, mm-hmm. and you carry that momentum with you when you start jumping on water in the mm-hmm. N64 version, and that allows you to do some like pretty pretty cool tricks, and it's really satisfying to do it. They took that out in the remake, so you do not retain your momentum when you're when you start the, the spin thing. Huh. So. What happens is, as you're hopping from one lily pad to another, if you do it all in one go, you're sprinting the whole way, you'll be fine. But if you stop on one of the lily pads and you lose your running momentum, you don't have enough space on the lily pad to like, have enough momentum to jump huh. far enough to make it to the next lily pad without it feeling overly difficult and ridiculous so hmm. moments of frustration um, have arose interesting from that for some people it There is. are like a couple other things but honestly i haven't played that version so i can't really judge it myself
1: hmm.
0: anyway um pokemon snap did you ever play that
1: nope no no nope.
0: oh it's a good game Heard so really, many good things really good game that I played the crap out of that game with my dad as well. Um, Mario Party. We got all those. Mario Party 3 is the one that I played most on the N64.
1: Mario Party is the one that I played the most. Mario Party 1. The first one, yeah. Uh The second one is so good too, though. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and we cannot, just for our listeners... Donkey Kong 64, we've never played it, but we have to recognize... (laughs) Neither of us have played it. ...the absolute genius and beauty of the best song that Nintendo has ever written. Jump Up Superstar came close, but it cannot quite beat... It can't. DK Rap. DK Rap.
0: DK Rap. Fantastic. So good.
1: That's all we gotta say. That's it.
0: Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. Really, really, really good games. Have you played them? No. You've never played Pokemon Stadium.
1: I don't know. I might have played them, but
0: I don't... Alex, know. why?
1: I didn't own them. Oh. My dad didn't, didn't like the them. Pokemon games. Okay. Um, So, yeah, Pokemon's never been his thing. And so the first Pokemon game that I remember playing was the fourth generation, uh, Diamond and Pearl, okay, and Pearl. Okay, 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 okay. Um, so, yeah, all these console Pokemon games. I, and I've gone back and played all the generations before that, but have not played these it's, spin-off games. It was so cool because Believe this
0: you. we were still living in the 2D handheld era, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the first 3D console for Nintendo. So you've got <clears throat> these, you know, little sprites as Pokemon in your handheld games. And you can take it out, put it into your N64 controller, and transfer them into the game. Ooh. And you can fight your friends have this epic showdown in 3D and man they were animated so well animated probably better than our modern Pokemon games (laughs) Uh, wait wait wait
1: but, but you're the one buying the new gen of Pokemon games, right? Just just to make sure. Yes. You're the one buying it and I'm sending it out. Yep. Okay. Just wanted to but make sure. But
0: I, I have to admit, there are way more moves now, way more Pokemon. It would be crazy to animate specific movements for specific moves for like the, what, thousand however many yeah, Pokemon that are out there now. I, I get that that's unrealistic. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Those games are fun. And the and in Pokemon Stadium too, you had these mini games. My family and I, we would do this. We play this all the time. Um, I can't remember. Okay, there's this one mini game I remember, where, what's what's that Pokemon that's um, it's like uh, a bug bug fighting type um, from Gen One. It's got these like little pincer things.
1: So you got like they're like scythes.
0: No, not scythes. It's like a big thing on its head. It's like a it's like a beetle looking thing. Oh, I think it's just called Pincer. Oh, is it literally Pincer? Yeah. Oh shoot. Um <laughs> that's embarrassing. Uh, in my defense. I knew all Pokemon names and moves in Japanese until I moved to the States. So I've had to relearn everything all of that. Yeah. yeah that's true. So I, I can't I don't have time to remember what that Pincer's name is, Pincer. So you, were, you all play as pincer, and four players, you, each of you get like a, a column on the screen, and then pincer has got its pincers <laughs> ready, <laughs> okay, and then it goes three, two, one, zero, and then all each of you get logs that fall down, and then you gotta mm. chop the logs at the right spot, and then if you you know, the the closer you get right to the line that's written on the on the log, um, the more points you get and stuff. Really fun, and there are, like a bunch of other mini games.
1: Good tool. Don't, don't you love it when games do that though? When they just have like tiny little side activities that it's like, and you, it's actually worth you can do your in time. groups and like even on your own. It's just like, you know, I just I just want to have fun messing around on a game and you can get 20 minutes in a sitting out of it easy if you like really want to get into it at the beginning of a game i love it when that happens like if more games did that you could add one or two hours of like side content like it's not difficult like really really easy stuff yeah but that adds an hour or two of pure value to your game for something that You know compared to the rest of your game is is a fraction of your development time
0: Yeah, and it works best on these home consoles where you're, you know meant to play with your family, Mm -hmm. right catch co-op stuff and um, uh Kirby 64 the crystal shards did that very very well.
1: I have a confession. What? You know know how I feel about kirby. I love kirby games I just haven't ever played it I have been waiting for Kirby 64 to get a remake since the Wii U when I found out that Kirby 64 existed and that you could, like... There's, like, a way for you to, like, mix your power-ups, right? So you oh, make, like, yeah, unique that's the best up. thing. That's, a, I have that's the best part. I have been waiting for a remake of this game. And instead, we get remakes of other Kirby games, like Return to Dream Land for, like, the seventh time, <laughs> which is great. That's a good game. But I want a Kirby 64 remake so that I can experience what is supposed to be the best Kirby game of all time. And I love Kirby, and I haven't been able to play it. And it hurts a little. That's a shame. My, my heart is actively, like, constricting a little bit right now <laughs> at the fact that I have not played Kirby 64.
0: Kirby 64 is probably still my favorite Kirby game to this day.
1: And I've heard that from, from anybody that is a Kirby fan. So... I'm the type of nerd that goes in and is like, rank the Kirby games on Reddit and sees <laughs> what people think. I did that for a lot of things, but I did it for Kirby too. And of everyone that said that they have played Kirby 64, there there are a lot of Kirby games and they were all in their top three. And a lot of them were like number one. Yeah, Like a lot of people share that, that sentiment that Kirby 64 is the best.
0: Um, it That ability to... Excuse me. The ability to mix your abilities, your powers. It's game changer. That alone gives it so much replayability. Because I can't tell you so many times, I'd be like, wait. Can I mix this power and this power? And what would that be? So then, I would take a power, I would beat a level, right? Keep one power, and then I'd go to another level to find this specific enemy type and mix it up just to see what it would be and oh my gosh i remember some of the coolest abilities one of them when you mix the you know the guy that throws the little like sharp um blade thing from Mm -hmm. his head Mm -hmm. right tosses it at you and then it's like a boomerang yeah if you mix that ability with the fire ability Kirby, you press b Kirby pulls out A flame sword from his mouth. And then you just swing and destroy things and then you can toss the sword and then pull out another one from your mouth. It is so cool.
1: Look up Kirby sixty four prices right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on. (laughs) Don't be a collectible, don't be a collectible, don't be a collectible. It's it's pretty expensive. That's not bad. Oh. That's not bad.
0: What? Walmart? They sell it at Walmart? Like,
1: Walmart provides, like, a, a platform for users. So it's kind of like eBay. Okay, okay, okay. But, like, you can ship it to a Walmart, and then people can go pick it up from Walmart instead.
0: Holy cow. Okay. Well, hey, 25 bucks used on eBay. Um, so, another one. Let me tell you another ability. The same little boomerang mm-hmm. slice choppy mm-hmm. guy his ability mixed with you know the little yellow or green electric guys that go like
1: zap they zap mm-hmm. you mm-hmm.
0: you mix those two oh man you summon a double bladed electric yellow lightsaber like darth maul electric lightsaber Imagine it that way. And then, so the flame sword is like longer. It's like slower swings, right? And then you can toss it. But this one, Kirby literally just spins around, just does all these Darth Maul attacks. It is so cool.
1: Let me just call Shigeru Miyamoto right now and be like, bro, <laughs> where is Kirby 64? Sakurai, why are you still working on Smash Bros. Remake Kirby oh 64, gosh. bro? Come on.
0: I gotta say, the one big 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 weakness of this game is that the movement is really clunky but on the switch
1: super slow can you imagine them remaking it for the switch
0: if okay if they do a proper remake as in they like not not a port physics they
1: don't they don't just bring it over but like they legitimately
0: like remake it yeah i feel like it would be this is gonna sound so
1: arrogant of me but as far as game development that Nintendo first party does, Kirby is not one of the more difficult games that they're developing. I feel like that's got to have a simpler design and development process than any of their other IPs.
0: Well, at the same time, that I think that's Sora Limited that does that, Sakurai's company.
1: Okay. Even then, we know what Kirby games they're producing... They, they they, could do this. They could do it. They could make Kirby 64. I know there's a market for it.
0: Oh, there is. They would totally capture all the nostalgic people.
1: Sakurai, I will let you take a break from Smash Bros. for four years if you give me Kirby 64. You do not <laughs> have to give me a Smash Bros. game until two years into the next Nintendo console if you produce a kirby 64 remake
0: for all we know he's like working on the next smash on no nope. switch two or nope. whatever. <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. no he needs to do this please
0: <laughs> even even outsource it right that's what nintendo does on most of its like remakes is they outsource it to another company just <laughs> nintendo themselves i don't think they did ocarina of time or majora's mask those remakes
1: I don't feel like I'm asking for much. I feel like I'm a very kind consumer when it comes to Nintendo. I tend to support them and to let them know how much I care about them. Except Xenoblade. That was a train wreck. <laughs> but Kirby 64 does not seem like a train wreck. <laughs> and it's all that I want out of them. So, Nintendo. Nintendo. If you hear this, please grant me this last wish, and I will never ask for anything from you again. Yes, you will. Relating to Kirby 64. (laughs) Oh, man, such a good game. Yeah, how to play that game, yeah. Working on it. I I just pleaded my guts. We'll see if it works. Yoshi's Story. Never played it on the N64, but played a remake of it. It's a good game.
0: Great game. Very Loved it a lot.
1: Yep. It's a good one.
0: Um, when I was a kid, you know, the guys that hold up like the the, the signs and you mm-hmm. have to ground pound to get them to mm-hmm. flip around. Mm. Those guys used to scare the crap out of me. I thought they were so freaky looking. I hated them. There's something. I hated them. It, the, the same kind of vibe that I got from, you know, that one Winnie the Pooh episode where he's like having a really bad nightmare. And then it's, like, this weird song and, like, creepy elephants come out. The heffalumps and... and Woozles. Yes! Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I hated that episode so much. I thought it was so freaky. That literally scared the crap out of me as a kid.
1: So, I have a question. What? You went to Disneyland a couple months ago. Earlier this year. Yeah. I'm not uh-huh. sure when. Um, did you go on the Winnie the Pooh ride?
0: I don't think I did.
1: There's a sequence with the Heffalumps. Like, is it to the point where, like, I guess this is a, a question just for in general childhood trauma is it still like something that makes you like slightly uncomfortable? Like for example, the other day or it was yesterday. Um, I was at my parents' house for a second and they had the first Iron Man movie on the screen. And when that movie came out, I was like seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a scene where Iron Man, um, he goes into the Middle East, he's in his suit and he breaks up like this, this terrorist attack on this town. Um, but there's a part where, a father gets torn away from his children and, like, they're about to kill the dad and I hated that scene. It made me so sad and so uncomfortable Uh and even watching it yesterday, I still kind of had, like, I I wasn't fearful but I still had, like, that kind of residual, like, oh, I just, I just don't like this. Yeah. So would that be the case if you were to replay Yoshi's story? Would those sign guys still kind of give you just a little bit of that, like, like, the heebie-jeebies?
0: the yoshi story sign guys no not at all i'm over it but
1: for certain other things that
0: winnie the pooh episode Mm. it won't actually scare me or bother me but i will never choose to watch that episode
1: you should go on the winnie the pooh ride the next chance that you have to be at disneyland whenever that is and it's a good ride
0: traumatized yeah
1: it's a good ride man it's a good Okay. We have to do an episode on Disneyland at some point. We should. That can be one of our variety episodes. I
0: really like the aerial ride. In it's California a good one, Adventures. right? That, was a, that ride was way underrated. There was like nobody in the line. It's good. So I kept going on it like three times in a row with my little sister. And I was like,
1: no, it's, this ride's it, amazing. It's a good ride. Yeah. It's Haunted Mansion, but like, but, but the Little Mermaid. Yeah. It's great. It's great. You can just have a good time. All right. Is that? I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think, oh, I have to give a shout out because I, as a gamer, enjoy playing sports games. I know that they're kind of controversial because they're just kind of the same game over and over. Uh, <laughs> love Madden, love NCAA. Uh, I've played FIFA a couple times with some friends. Um, and I really like the basketball games a lot because um, I, don't, I don't really care to be good at soccer. And I played football growing up and I really, really enjoyed it. But I was never really good at it. And in Madden, I was really good. But... In my mind, the the basketball sports games have always been those games where it's like, it gives me the most fulfillment because I want to be good at it, but I'm so bad at it, but I can be so good at it in video games that it's just that trifecta that combines into, like, the perfect sports games where it gives me exactly what I want. Yeah. It gives me something yeah, yeah, I yeah. want to be good at that I'm just purely terrible at. It's so near reality. But I can be good at it. Exactly. Yeah. And... My dad had one of the NBA games on it, but when Michael Jordan was in, I think it was Michael Jordan's last season. And so Michael Jordan was like ranked like a 99, and I was playing as him. And I just remember feeling so superior to everyone because I was putting up like 30 points a game. And I was like <laughs> 11 or 12 at the time. Like it was, it was, you know, a long time after the N64 had released, but yeah. that was the first time I was like, wow basketball is really cool so not only is the n64 a great video game console but it also provided me another thing that i really enjoy now which is watching basketball messing around with basketball i like playing it even though i'm terrible at it but that started because of the n64 wow an nba game
0: i did not know that very cool
1: cross hobby exposure
0: i don't think i've ever had anything like that yeah i've never had a I mean, there there have always been, there have always been sports that I enjoyed playing. Um, I love badminton. I know badminton's not I as big love in the states, badminton. but it's so fun and it's badminton. way more intense than what people
1: think it is. No, no, totally. Like, if you have someone who knows how to play badminton,
0: oh, you're gonna be sweating all it's day running back and forth. It's insane. Yeah. No,
1: it's really cool. I love badminton. Like
0: really old people that are crazy good at badminton are insane. Yeah. Um, pretty much all the sports with the ball and racket, you know, uh, racquetball, I love, but I've never had those crossover into video games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, um, there's one more that I got to talk about. Star Wars episode one racer. My favorite racing game ever made.
1: Pause. Pause. You're telling me that game over Diddy Kong Racing? Yes. Over Mario Kart sixty-four? Yes. Over Mario Kart eight? Yes. Over Mario Kart Double Dash? Yes. Oh my! Tell me about this game. I have have you ever?
0: Have you ever played it? No.
1: I'm assuming that it's just Pod Racing.
0: It's pod racing. No items, hardcore pod racing. Here's the thing it's so simple, right? Mm. First of all, have you ever played that game? No. Oh, Alex, I have it on the Switch. You do? Yeah. I bought it as soon as that sucker came out, I was like, I am pre ordering that.
1: How much was it? How much did you pay for this game? It's like fifteen bucks. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say sixty. I oh my gosh, that'd be robbery. 60.
0: Um I beat the entirety of the game, like over the course of like a week. I we were like Erica, my wife and I were like going on vacation somewhere and I took the switch with me and in the hotel room I, I beat it. So here's what makes this so great. I won't go too deep into it, um, but it's so simple, but it is so true to the nature of pod racing. It's difficult. You are going wicked fast, right? If you're going super fast, you bump a little bit, boom, explode. But it's a little forgiving in that, you know, you're still going to respond like... 100 feet back from where you blew up or something you still have to re-accelerate again but it's realistic it feels like i'm actually in the world of star wars doing pod racing Wow! i always thought that you know a lot of people give crap to give crap to is that an expression Yeah. a lot of people crap on the the prequels of star wars um episode one i always felt like pod racing as a concept was never fully magnified in episode one racer the game does a lot of that for me Mm. um there's a system of upgrades that you can do through the through playing the campaign and you know you upgrade the parts on your on your pod racer um you can swap out like every single pod racer that's in the episode 1 game, episode 1 movie, is playable in the game. You can even unlock, like, Sibulba, and um, he has a special ability where he can spew out flames to the left of him to, like, damage the pod racer next to him. When you're to the point that, that you're about to explode, moderately damaged, you hold down a button and you can actually repair it on the go. And there's a little monitor on the bottom right corner of the screen that shows you how damaged Mm -hmm. the parts of your, your pod pod racers. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's, um, it's really satisfying because it's difficult, but you get better at it. And when you get good at it, you know, you're good at it because you're going so
1: fast.
0: fast. Yeah. And it's realistic and it's, it's, um, it's not very forgiving in the sense that if you're going fast and you bump a little bit, you're blowing up. We we ought to play this sometime. Okay. It's really fun.
1: Okay. Real quick on Star Wars. How do you feel about the Star Wars TV shows? Because I have... I'm behind. I'm very behind. I have watched now through season two of The Mandalorian. I haven't seen The Book of Boba Fett. I started... Season two is the most recent, right? Yeah. Season three comes out like February next year is when it starts. Um, I watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan and have loved it so far and I haven't even touched Andor yet because I want to finish Obi-Wan before I do Andor but I also need to finish Boba Fett before the new season of Mandalorian comes out so like yeah, yeah there's a lot of Star Wars that I need to watch and I don't have a lot of time to watch like things like actively focused like a lot of right. time I'll be watching things and it'll just kind of be on in the background and for Star yeah. Wars like I need to be dialed in yes. but how do you feel about the star wars tv shows
0: i really liked the mandalorian both seasons um they're fantastic i did not give a crap about boba fett did not like it at all i hope this doesn't taint your experience did you watch all of it yes Okay. i finished it maybe we can have a more in-depth discussion once you're done with it cuz I don't want to tell you why. Of course. Of course. Taint your opinion. I, I
1: will say I've heard that from people is that like of those four series that they have out like Boba Fett's just.
0: I wish they never made Boba Fett. Yeah,
1: I've heard that from a couple.
0: Yeah, um a
1: couple. Obi-Wan.
0: I I really liked Obi-Wan. I really liked it. Um not perfect, but I really enjoyed it. Okay. And I haven't I haven't watched Andor yet.
1: I think I Andor just it. finished. I've I think it's the most things. recent I've heard, I've heard that heard it's the things. best one. Do wow. you like Do you like Rogue One?
0: I loved it. I loved Rogue One.
1: So Andor is supposed to be Rogue One but better.
0: Wow. That's
1: and I personally order. slot Rogue One in as my second favorite Star Wars movie. So I'm very excited to watch Andor at some point.
0: I would say Rogue One is definitely the best spin-off Star Wars movie.
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's a lot better than Solo.
0: I did like Solo, but
1: I, I don't problems. think it's as good we're gonna have to do a series of star wars episodes now yep well I actually so. we can but we just can't do an overall ranking yeah because i got some hot takes that a lot of people don't like i play some movies too high i play some movies too low and it causes conflict so for all you listeners out there we're gonna leave it a mystery for you so you don't know but I think that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. We've really enjoyed having you with us.
0: We love y'all. Reach out to us. Our twiddle, twiddle, wow, that's a twiddle baby. Twiddle. Hey, there, e- Elon might about, change it. When I have these headphones on, mm. I can only hear myself through the headphones. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't hear my natural voice, so mm-hmm. it kind of messes up messes up my pronunciation. I see. I see.
1: That I'm just sense.
0: gonna blame it on the fact that i didn't speak english until i was like 15 there you go um our twitter is at herschel podcast that's at h-o-e-c-h-e-r-l podcast and our email is herschel.gamingpodcast at gmail.com please let us know your thoughts do you disagree with us do you agree with us why is alex wrong and why am i right please let us know
1: Hold, hold up I understand why that was a thing in the last episode. What are we talking about this time? Zelda? Is that what it is?
0: Yeah, something like that. I mean, we never agree on much, so.
1: Give us the Alex Army and the SJ Squad (laughs) and the Herschel.
0: um, We could chant like at the beginning of our podcast the intro song. Herschel.
1: Herschel. Herschel. That'd be genius. That's our army. That right show. there. That's it. Thank you so much, everyone. We love you. We hope you have the bestest day of all time. Love
0: you. Bye bye.